People tend to not think about sunscreen as an anti-aging product, maybe just a preventative. I tell people it's like your skin going into do not disturb mode. So if you never turn that on during the day, then your skin is constantly fighting all the pollution and sun and everything. So when it's able to take a nap, that's when the regeneration and the healing happens. Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is so weird. I'm doing today's episode solo because Christina can't be here today. And I'm like, I feel like I'm missing my my partner in crime. And I'm going to keep today's intro very short and sweet because this episode is so, oh, it's so good. Life updates. I don't even know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I am having Tosa surgery on oh, what day I'm recording this. By the time this comes out, I will be a few days post off. And basically, Tosa surgery is like, you know, I always complain about my droopy eyelids. I am having my eyelids lifted, basically, and evening them out, okay? And I have made the mistake of going to the plastic surgeon's page I'm going to, who he's incredible. He was highly recommended to me in Beverly Hills. I have made the mistake of watching the videos of the surgery because you have to be awake And I just feel like my stress levels are at an all-time high. I am like so anxious. I just want this to be over. But this has been something I have wanted to do for like years and years and years. Since I was a kid, my eyelid has been like, I was trying to find a picture. And if I find it, I will put it in the Facebook group. But like when I was a kid, like my right eyelid has always been like, like half open, half closed and actually like droops over my pupil. So we're, we're doing that. And... I haven't even talked about, I haven't told anyone else I'm doing this part of it. So one thing about me is like, I love an upgrade. If there's like an upgrade option, I'm like, oh yeah, like tag that on. Like, it's fine. Like, oh yeah, add it on. And since I'm already like flying to LA, which why did I not do the surgery when I lived there? I don't know. I love to make my life more difficult, but I was just thinking about it and like looking at things. I'm like, I'm just so anxious if I'm already in there. I had a call with my doctor. I was like, can we just get rid of my under eye bags too? He's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you'd be a great candidate because I've always been really self-conscious about my under eyes. So we're doing like, this is, I feel so fucking out of touch like saying this, but we're doing a lower bluff too. So I'm just like fucking add it on, like throw it in there. Let's just do it. We're doing the whole thing because if I'm going through this anxiety inducing experience, I'm like, just do the whole thing. So in next week's episode, we're actually recording in LA and I will be post-surgery. So I will give you the full update at that time. So yeah, it's it's been basically taking up all of all of my brain power and I'll keep you all posted. And like I said, I'm keeping the intro short and sweet because today's episode, there's just so much good information in this episode. We have Skin by Jill. She is a licensed esthetician and content creator. I found her on TikTok 
Um, I just was super overwhelmed with my skincare routine. I was spending so much money on my skincare products and honestly felt so overwhelmed with all the products I had. Like I was like, I just feel like I have so much stuff. Like what do I need to be using? So I had a skincare consultation with her where she goes through everything that you're using and puts together like basically a new routine for you. So we revamped my whole skincare routine, which I'll put everything um, in the show notes with a link to everything. Um, Not one product is over $30, which is incredible. Um, So today we talked to Jill about how to use retinol, what steps should be in your skincare routine, is LED light therapy worth it, is the new face worth it, clean beauty, we really touch on like kind of an overarching skincare everything. And I was saying we'll have to do like part two, part three, part four, because we could do like an episode on acne, we could do an episode on like anti aging, there's truly just so much and Jill is so knowledgeable. So save this episode. This is one where you're also going to want to probably have like your notes out because she shares so much valuable information. So without further ado, welcome Jill to the podcast. Hi. Hi. I've seen you so much in the last like week. I know. I love it. I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I posted yesterday for people to submit their questions. Yeah. People have so many questions when it comes to skincare. Yeah. Which is why I came to you originally. So I found you on TikTok. Yeah. And I was like so overwhelmed because I had so many products. Like I remember when you were going through TikTok routine, does that you to were people. Like, you were like, you are doing the most. Oh my girl. And I was like, I have so many products. I was spending so much money on these yeah. products. And I just was like, this is more overwhelming. I don't know what I should be doing. So I was like, found you on TikTok and I was like, okay, this yeah. is what I'm doing. Please help me. Yeah. And you're just so knowledgeable. But before we dive into all of this good stuff, yes. Can you like give our audience a little background on how you got into this, why you got into this, and your business background. Yeah. So I moved to New York 10 years ago. I was in the fashion industry first. So I worked at this talent agency called Streeters. Then I worked at a modeling agency. I was a casting director for a long time. And then during COVID, I got let go from everything because everything stopped. And I was like, is this what I want to be doing? I like it, but something is missing. And I was like, always a skincare friend. So I was like, why don't I just take that and run with it? Yeah. I went back to school and yeah, the rest is history. So I've only been doing this for three years, okay. but it's really taken off, which kind of makes me feel like, okay, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You right. Know? So you were kind of always the friend that people came to and were like, yeah. what the heck should I be doing? Yeah. And then I felt a little bit of like imposter syndrome because I was like, I'm not licensed. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to like put my money where my mouth is and like do it. Yeah. And I love that. Like when we were talking, I came and got a facial last week um, from Jill and you were saying like, it just is like flowing. And I'm like, that is definitely where I think, you know, you're in the right space when it's just like flowing and moving and grooving. Yeah. So I guess let's start by if someone comes to you Mm -hmm. and they're like, I need help with, with my skin. It could be for whatever reason, what's kind of your process of like, what questions do you ask to kind of start figuring out what's going on? Yeah, it's very involved. So I have this whole sheet and we go over so many things, not just what you're using in your like acne history or skin type or anything like that. It's more like, what is your lifestyle? What are you doing every day? Because skincare 
it obviously matters, but it's not the number one thing that's going to impact your skin. Mm. Stress is so much more important than actually skincare is. So if you're doing everything right, but you're stressed and your cortisol is like super high, then you're not going to have good skin, which is so crazy. Like people don't realize that that's a huge factor. So I ask about that. I ask about diet. Some people don't, you know, eat breakfast and they drink coffee right away. That's Mm. spiking your cortisol. That leads to skin issues. So it's like it's all intertwined. So I think a lot of us think like, okay, I need the skincare products. And could you rank like stress, Mm -hmm. um, skincare products, diet? Like what do you think is like from most important to least important? Okay, so people love to go with diet first. I actually don't think that it... It has an impact, but as long as you're healthy and generally, I don't think it's the biggest issue. Like, I don't tell people you have to have a restrictive diet. I don't think that's also like so realistic. Mm. I don't tell people to avoid dairy. If there's one thing to avoid, it's alcohol, which no one's doing in New York. Which is fine. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. (laughs) Absolutely not. So like tried, I don't even go there. Gluten is a big deal for most people. Like we're not all allergic, but a lot of people are insensitive, especially Mm. American breads and pastas and stuff. So I tell people to like chill with that. But I do think stress is number one and it's tied with hormones, stress and and hormones. And those also go hand in hand. So like Mm -hmm. if you're stressed, your hormones are probably out of whack and vice versa. So those two. And then skincare. Honestly, if you get those balanced and you just have a moisturizer and a sunscreen, like you're good to go. So for like obviously the stress part, Mm -hmm. it's like I think that that one I honestly think is the hardest because it's it's like life yeah. can be so fucking stressful. No, New York like, is the most stressful place on earth. Right. It's like how, I mean, and that's why I think like, I really love seeing this narrative around whatever you want to call it. We're branding like everything these days. But like you're the soft girl aesthetic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like about slowing down and like taking care 100%. of yourself. And I'm all for that. But I do think the diet one, can you talk about, I know you said like a few things to like, it's a case-by-case basis, right? But what are some foods that we can eat that are really good for your skin? So salmon is like number one, I would say. Or salmon, eggs, everything that's really rich in vitamins, obviously greens, but those things really lubricate the skin and plump it up. I love blueberries. I'm addicted. I actually, this is so embarrassing, but I just spent $10 on blueberries because I'm so addicted. And they're nowhere. They're nowhere to be found. No, I actually was at Whole Foods last night trying to No, get... I was like, what's happening? No. This is my addiction. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm like, I must have blueberries every day. I must have dates every day. Oh, dates. Carrots okay. every day. Okay. Those three things, non-negotiable. So it's, yeah, those are very nutrient dense. Again, greens are amazing, but there's other stuff that people like don't think about that are okay. also really good. I try to eat steak a lot. I know that's like controversial. Wait, I'm literally loving this because I love all the things you're saying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. steak? But obviously yes. like grass-fed. I go to a restaurant and get steak very rarely. I have to make sure I know where it comes from because like mm. that also impacts the nutrients in it, like how it was brought up, of course. Like we all know that. You just yeah. get like grass-fed, organic Yeah, steak. everything organic. I'm like, if I have $5 to my name, I'm getting an organic thing. Okay. Like that's really important for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to get all this steak <laughs> yeah, you know, and carrots. You and know blueberries. what's really cool is that I have this app called 28 and... Oh, I I have this. It's like the, it's is it incredible. the cycle. Yeah, it Sync- actually changed my life. Okay, wait, tell us more about this because I have yeah. not really dove into it. Yeah, so I'm not really a fan of seed cycling just because... Wait, what's seed cycling? 
So seed cycling is something that people do to regulate their hormones. I'm I'm sure it helps, but like for me, it's just too involved. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the go. I'm not going to like grind up seeds and like take a spoonful of each. I'm just like not going to do that. Oh, so, okay. so it's also, actually eating seeds. Yeah, it's actually eating seeds, different seeds per the week of your phases oh, of your cycle. Okay, okay. My whole thing is like I don't eat a lot of seeds because in nature – you wouldn't find like a bag of seeds somewhere and eat them all. Like they're mm. they're supposed to be in moderation. So instead I do food cycling with 28. So they tell you every week of your cycle what you're supposed to eat for that week. And for example, like one phase of your cycle, you're supposed to eat more um, grains and greens. And mm. that's like very heavily focused on that for that week. And then the next week is maybe like more protein because you're working out more, you know, you're ramping up. And then on the way down, it's like more fats, take it slower, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So it's really cool. And honestly, I haven't, I used to have the worst periods, cramps, everything. And I maybe have one day of cramps now. It used to be 12 days. Really? No, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually done an episode on like cycles thinking and stuff. And to be honest, like I just wish we learned this younger because having to like basically feel like change your entire lifestyle is really overwhelming. No, we don't, we don't learn anything in school about this. Yeah. And like, so honestly, I think it's good to start with like one thing, whether it's like your workouts or your diet or whatever, but that app sounds like I actually have it, but I never. It's so cool. And then they have workouts that you should do like during each phase. It's like, it's my Bible. Really? Yes. Okay, I'm inspired I, to I'm get like, back sponsor into me. <laughs> I know, honestly, get this girl a yeah. uh, partnership. I literally tell everyone about it, yeah. So that's that's my number one thing. Okay. And I always break out around my cycle, and that's maybe maybe I get one. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's really controlled yeah. breakouts as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So now let's get into like skincare okay. and that stuff. So ba- I would say for most of like our listeners, we're like 20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. And are starting to think about like wrinkles and mm-hmm. fine lines and all that stuff. Yeah. So what do you think is like the best approach for without turning to Botox and filler? Right. Like skincare wise, how much can we really do to prevent that or slow it down yeah. when it comes to products? Okay. So I would say the best products you can do for anti-aging is a retinol and a sunscreen. You really, mm-hmm. like, there's peptides. Peptides are great, but those two are, like, the heavy hitters. Okay. People tend to not think about sunscreen as an anti-aging product, maybe just a preventative. But if you don't have the sunscreen aspect, I tell people it's, like, your skin going into do not disturb mode. So if you never turn that on during the day, then your skin is constantly fighting all the pollution and sun and everything. So when it's able to take a nap, that's when the regeneration and the healing happens. Okay. And then when it comes to retinol, that's really important for cell turnover. And that's what gets rid of wrinkles and, you know, produces collagen and all that good stuff. Um, I am more of a fan of devices for anti-aging hmm. because, yeah, the, the topicals we put on our skin can only go so far. Right. I love red LED. And that penetrates even deeper than skincare would. Okay. So I'm a big believer in that. 
we just actually went to an event. It was with, so good. It was so good. I can't stop talking about no, it. No, I'm like, so I actually had to leave my mask because the girl, <laughs> the team was like, oh my God, let's like engrave it for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't need it. I don't need it. Because I like wanted to start using it right away. Yeah. So I'm waiting for them to send me it oh, again. Okay, good, good, good. they like did the engraver. Yeah. Anyway, what it was for TheraBody or now it's TheraBeauty. Yeah, TheraBeauty. And they came out with this red light therapy mask. So and good. it is so freaking good. Like I have... The Dr. Dennis Gross one and mm-hmm. this other brand one. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but this one like blows it out of the water. Totally. And I was so curious because you were there. I was like, okay, yeah. do you actually think this is I was is like worth asking it? them so many questions. I'm like. I know you were putting them on the spot. <laughs> I loved it. So yeah. you actually think investing in something like that really will help with like the fine lines 100%. and wrinkles and stuff? Yeah. I okay. always tell people to invest in that instead of spending your money on Botox that's going to go away. Also, if something is too good to be true, it often is. Mm-hmm. If you're getting Botox one after the other after the other, your muscles are forgetting how to work. And then you're going to have sagging skin. I know that's so counterintuitive, but it really right. is real. And don't even get me started on filler. I just think that that's ridiculous in my opinion. Okay, you know, no, my I, opinion. I want to hear it. And I think that laser can be really iffy for people under 40 even. Because what laser does, and, you know, some people will tell you that this is not true or they do it differently. In my opinion, laser can burn the fat away. And that's what we want to keep to stay youthful. Right. So if you're getting laser after 40, 45, 50, you're tightening the skin that's already been, you know, your, Mm -hmm. your collagen is depleting. And so you're tightening the skin and then you look amazing. But if you have collagen there, you don't want to deplete it before it's time. Okay. So I always tell people, lay off the lasers until you're much older. Okay. And there's other preventative methods that don't, you know, interfere with your collagen. Okay. Yeah. So it's like Morpheus 8 laser? Yes. So that's okay, laser the, with microneedling. Okay, because that looks fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. And also, you don't really see the people who didn't like it. You're, the people who did like it are the ones always like, they're the loudest. Right. And I feel like the people that don't like it don't really want to say anything because, you know, either they're embarrassed or they're like, well, right. I guess it just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think people young people should be doing that. Okay. And I, I'm a huge fan of microneedling by itself, no heat, mm-hmm. because that will kind of cause a controlled trauma in the skin and it plumps up your collagen by itself. Like your body's naturally like creating those, you know, n- those new cells and yeah. whatever. So that to me is the best thing that you can do in a treatment for okay. anti-aging. Yeah, it really plumps. I and, do it like twice a year okay. for myself. And I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, Wow, who is she? Wait, we're going to do that next time, right? I have to do that, yeah. Okay. And I want to go back a little bit. So Mm -hmm. you don't get Botox or anything? So the only time I've gotten Botox, and I haven't done it in like a while because, again, I'm really scared. I like to get my muscles moving, is my TMJ because I tried everything under the sun for TMJ and it didn't work on me and I was like sick of it and I'm like this is my last resort but that's the only time I'll say like if you need to do something for a clinical reason or a medical reason like headaches Mm -hmm. obviously do your thing right because your forehead does not move I'm like sitting here looking at you and I'm like wait wait." you were like my friend Hannah my friend (laughs) Hannah literally is like she's never had Botox she's like I just don't move my forehead no people on TikTok go crazy they're like you're such a liar and I'm like, you guys, I swear on my life, I just trained myself not to move. You are like my friend Hannah. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, I need to do that, but I'm so expressive. When I look at people like who are like so place. expressive. That's me. I'm like, stop doing okay. that. I'm going to practice for the yeah, rest yeah. of this interview. 
Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> very stoic. Very stoic. Yeah. Um, okay, and I want to talk about, since we're talking about anti-aging, mm-hmm. let's go back to the retinol a little bit because yeah. this is something that I think is really confusing. Super. We're actually, I'm taking a break from it because yeah. you feel like my pores are like stressed the fuck out. Yes. But can you talk about what is you think is like the correct way to use retinol? Do people need yeah. like a prescription strength like tretinoin? Like, can you kind of give us like your little guide to retinol? Totally. So I don't think anyone should ever start out with a prescription retinol. And I know when people go to the derm, they give it out like candy. Right. And that's, I kind of have a bone to pick with germs on that front. I think that it's not something that you should just give to everyone. I've talked to my clients and they even, when they give it to them, they don't ask them what else they're using. So they could potentially be using three products with retinol in it and not know. And they just like blast their face and their barrier gets damaged. Like a lot of my clients have a damaged barrier so I would say if you want to start with retinol, you start out at the lowest p- percentage with like a brand that you trust, mm-hmm. and then you go up from there. Tret is also, again, great for people who are older. They have like crepey skin. So Tret is different than retinol? Yeah. So tretinoin is a prescription. Okay. That is maybe, that's the strongest um, retinoid available on yeah. the market. Another thing with tret, tretinoin is... Every distributor has a different like base formula that the vitamin A is in. So the only thing that's the same is the vitamin A. And then the rest of the additives, there could be stuff that could break you out in there. So Mm. this is what I always tell people. It's so counterintuitive, but it could be that your tretinoin is breaking you out when it's the thing that you're using for acne, for anti-aging. Yeah. And it's really hard to like, you know, tell people that. They're like, what are you talking about? My derm gave me this for that reason. I'm like, I don't know, girl. Like, I'm just telling you. Yeah. So it's important to see if you do want to use tretinoin, like, you know, it's your life, but look at what else is in there and make sure there's no pore cloggers because Mm -hmm. that is a big deal. And yeah, in my opinion, people don't really need a prescription. Like retinol over the counter works super well. It's just a matter of finding one that works for you. Do you have some brands that you like? Yeah, I actually really like the Inky List because it's so affordable and it's a good percentage. It doesn't, everyone I've recommended it to, they don't have any irritation. This brand Peach and Lily just came out with a retinol that they say that everyone can use, even people with sensitive skin. Personally, I don't use retinol because I'm so afraid my skin is so sensitive. I feel like it would melt off. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to use it eventually. So I have to like gear yeah. up. But they have, Peach and Lily has an ingredient in there. It's called Ectoin. I think I'm saying that correctly. And that mitigates irritation. And okay. so I think if I were to try one, maybe it would be that one as my first one. I really like Medicaid. I love Shani Darden. There's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... You have to look at the ingredients, yeah. Okay. And I know when we were going through, like, my products, we were really looking at, like, pore-clogging ingredients, yeah. which I have to – I, like, feel like I'm, like, have a duty to tell people because yeah. I recommended the Say Beauty, the Say Skin to Slip – oh, my God, what was it called? <laughs> slip Say tint. Slip Tint to – like, I loved that stuff. I love it, too. I used it every single day for the past two summers. Like, I loved it. And you were like, that clogs your pores like no other. I know. And it sucks because I love Say so much. I'm their biggest (sighs) fan. And I love all of their other products. But the slip tin, I notice if someone comes into me, I can tell because their pores are so clogged that they've been Mm. using it. Like, I know. I know. My pores were like... 
I know. So is there a they're way people... <laughs> they're going to kill me. Oh my God, no. We That's love you, Say. Like, we I love no, them too. Literally, by all the other stuff, I literally can't speak more highly about them. But well, yes. Uh, you're like, just so you know. <laughs> no, but I'm like, I'm trying to get on their like, PR list. Like, I want to go to their... I'm like, mm-hmm. hello. Their events are so fire. Time. But like, also, let's just like reformulate it so it's not... Yeah, totally. But the foundation... Gorgeous, stunning, amazing. Oh, I need obsessed. to try it. Honestly, I wear that instead of the slip tint, and I'll just wear like a sunscreen underneath. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Is there a way people can check to see like how poor clogging their products are totally. if they don't have like access to you? Yes. Yeah, so I always tell people to go. There's a website called acneclinicnyc.com, and that they have a checker. You can just put all the ingredients in there. You don't have to know anything about anything. Um, Sophie Pavitt just put one on her website. Okay. So. I tell people, you know, even if you're not breakout prone, just go check it out. Like, there's no reason why you should be using anything with pore cloggers. The one thing I will say is that there are things that clog your pores that won't clog someone else's. And that's where it gets dicey because someone's like, well, that didn't do anything to me. And then Mm -hmm. someone else is reacting. So things like shea butter, that's in a lot of products. I tell people, like, don't get too down the rabbit hole. Like, shea butter is not, you know, the enemy. But it's just good to be aware of what's in there. If there's five right. things highlighted, maybe skip that product. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it is like so personal. I feel very lucky. Like I could eat anything. Totally. Like do, And my skin is like genuinely pretty like good. And then I have, you know, friends who eat cheese and like the next day. Right. Boom, they're breaking out 100%. or whatever it is. So it's such a case by case basis when I think like comes to products, food, everything. And that's why TikTok bothers me so much because people love to say, this is great for everyone. Like, yeah. and I'm like, no, it rarely is great for everyone. Yeah. Which is why I love devices because that a lot of times is great for everyone. And that's why I feel comfortable. Like if I have an ad and I'm promoting red LED, I'm like, I can confidently say this Mm. will help everyone because it's true. But whenever I'm promoting like a product, I'm very careful about saying like, this is only for this skin type, you know? Right. So yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Okay, guys, I am so excited to introduce you to today's partner. I'm being completely honest with you. Like the past month or two, I have been slacking on my health and wellness game. Between all the travel, the kids, yada, yada, yada. Okay, excuses, excuses, excuses. But seriously, I've been struggling and I've been slacking. So now that I'm back in LA for the next month, I'm excited to get back to my routine and focus on my health and wellness. A few changes I'm making is, one, going to the gym consistently. I've gone four days this week, and that is something to be very proud about. Two, making healthier food choices when I'm eating. Like, let's just say when I was in New Jersey, I had way too many everything bagels, and it made me feel gross. So making healthier food choices. And number three, incorporating dose. So if you don't know, dose is an expertly formulated organic wellness shot that supports your liver in one delicious drink. And if you're thinking wellness shot and delicious, like those two don't go hand in hand, you're absolutely wrong. I was blown away by how good it tastes because I feel like when I normally have wellness shots, like you just kind of like prepare yourself to like wince and for that burn. But no, this is creamy. It's smooth and it tastes so good. It has just the right amount of sweetness in it. And for every bottle, you get eight shots and like make sure you measure them out because honestly, it tastes so good. You'll just end up drinking the entire bottle. 
Now, what DOS does, it ensures optimal liver function. And by the way, in case you're wondering, like, your liver, who cares? I'm overlooking that. Your liver is responsible for over 500 functions daily, and liver health impacts everything from your brain to your skin, your gut health, digestion, and everything in between. So while you're focusing on that 10-step skincare routine, do not overlook your liver. If you want to give DOS a shot and invest in your health, DOS is offering confident collective listeners 15% off your first order, plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off your first order. So go to dosedaily.co slash TCC and use code TCC. That's dosedaily.co slash TCC and use code TCC. So when you talk about a lot of your clients have, a, what is it, damaged barrier? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So a damaged barrier is when you've broken like the acid mantle. That's like the top layer of your skin. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I tell people to look at it like a brick wall and there's cracks in it. And so things are getting in that are not supposed to and water is getting out. So you want it to be like a really strong brick wall in order to have that. You can't be exfoliating that much. You have to have like skincare products that have those like building blocks in them, like cholesterol, fatty acids, ceramides. Those are all things that we have in our skin naturally. And you want to keep that, you know, so a lot of people will come to me and they're using so many actives and exfoliants that their skin is just like in fight or flight mode. Me. Yours wasn't yours wasn't so bad. It wasn't so I bad. I was using like how many exfoliants? Like five? So many. So I, I mean, you're lucky. Exfoliating the shit out of my face. Your skin is strong, like genetically. So like right. you can get away with it. It was just a little bit stressed. But like, you know, before I was an esthetician, I was doing the most and my skin was shot. And like, really, yeah, I had to really, really repair it over years. So... Yeah, it's a struggle. Um, I'll never be out of a job because everyone is going crazy with the everyone's stuff. just exfoliating. Yeah. What are like some signs that you may have a damage barrier and maybe you're overdoing it? Yeah. So you're usually, you do have redness. A lot of people might mistake that for rosacea or, you know, sun damage, but it can be itchy. It kind of looks saggy. You can see your pores. So a lot of people are like, I have to exfoliate more to get the pores like minimized. And sometimes it's because your skin is just so dehydrated. It's looking like your pores are bigger and you kind of see like lines, like tightness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are usually the signs, especially if you've never had that. It's probably that your skin is really stressed. Okay. Well, mine was stressed, but we're on the mend. Yeah, we're we on the definitely mend. are on the mend. I basically had to stop. You had me stop using any exfoliant for like two weeks. Yes. And we really revamped the skincare routine, which we'll get into in a little bit. But for sunscreen, mm-hmm. because that's such like sunscreen, I feel like is its own topic. It really is its own thing. How do you apply? Because I apply it like in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. But then like I'm not like applying it throughout the day. <laughs> like. What, how do you do it? Because I'm like, I know by, by like what? How many hours is like where often? It's supposed to be every two hours. It's so annoying. That's I know. impossible. I know. So what I do is I, I do it when I'm about to go outside. Honestly, if I'm not spending the whole day outside, I'm going to be so honest. I'm not reapplying. Yeah. But I'm also like, you know, a fits two or three, which is like not the skin that burns. So mm-hmm. for someone who's really fair, like a one- I would say you do have to be diligent. For you and I, do I think it's a huge deal? No, I'm going to get... I feel like this is controversial. We're just bronze You know, okay. if you're going to spend the whole day at the beach, every two hours, like I am on yeah. it, setting a timer, telling my friends. They're, you know, annoyed by me. 
But if I'm inside all day, babe, no. No. Like, I have other things to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I can't. I can't. Okay, that's good to know. And what are some of your favorite SPFs? Brands. Yeah. My favorite right now for chemical is Crave Beauty. I just think that their formula is so good and it's so good under makeup and like... Mm. Like I have a sensitive skin and I never break out from it, never get irritated. So that's one that I really love. Um, I like Color Science. Love theirs. Okay. An affordable one like La Roche-Posay is great for affordable. But again, a lot of them do have pore cloggers and people have to look out for that. I know everyone's obsessed with Elta MD. There is a pore clogger in there. There is a lot of niacinamide in there. So when before I was an esthetician, I was using that because everyone is obsessed with it. Right. And... I was so irritated and I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, why can't I just be like everybody else who loves this? And it's because the niacinamide, the amount of niacinamide was so high that it was irritating. So you can't just go off of what everyone loves. It really is a trial and error. Mm -hmm. I really like this brand that I just discovered called Pavis. I think I'm saying that right. That is made by like these crazy chemists that work for NASA and it's really, really cool. And so I just ordered it and I want to try that. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, I love, I mean, I had never heard of Crave Beauty mm-hmm. until you told me about it. And now three of the products in my new really revamped routine <laughs> yeah. are by them. And I, yeah. lo- I love the sunscreen. It's the best. It's so good. The thing is, some people are surprised when I don't really recommend like aesthetic brands, which I love. Don't get me wrong. Like I use things that only estheticians can get. But when I'm getting people to heal their barrier, I want something really simple and really affordable. And then Mm -hmm. when you're ready to do the actives, we can move to something that's more quote unquote medical grade, which is not real, but you know what I mean? It's like those brands that are at germs and estheticians offices. So I feel like a lot of people are probably like me where they like see something on TikTok and they like buy it and it's in their routine and they have like probably too much in their routine. What do you think that Again, everyone, this is case by case. But, mm-hmm. like, what do you think is, like, necessary for a skincare routine? Like, what are the okay. product lineup? So I always tell everyone to double cleanse. I know a lot of people have differing opinions on this topic. But I think an oil cleanser first, as long as it's, like, skin-friendly, acne-friendly. Because there are oils that, you know, that people, oily people can use. And I actually tell them to use that oil cleanser first and then a water-based cleanser second to wash it off. A lot of people I see using one cleanser and Mm. sometimes it's only an oil cleanser, which if you're only going to use one, it should be water-based because the oil can leave residue. Right. So double cleanse, a serum, a moisturizer, and a sunscreen. That's the core. Five. Five. And that's what I do. Five products. Yeah. And is that like the same at night and in the morning? I usually tell people to do the same, pretty much the same at the like morning and night because you don't want to overwhelm your skin with a bunch of different brands and products. But of course, if someone wants like the anti-aging benefits and stuff, they might want a different one that's more active at night. And in that case, yeah, switch it out. Mm -hmm. But like, I do think most people are lacking hydration. And I see that like across the board, especially in a city. So I always tell people like, you should have a hydrating serum somewhere in there. Maybe you're rotating it out for an active and then, you know, doing mm-hmm. it that way. But that's really important. And people don't realize like lacking hydration causes a lot of issues, you know? Yeah. 
And if someone is using a retinol, Mm -hmm. where should that go in order of the routine? So it's different. It depends. Okay. So if you're someone who's more sensitive, I would say towards the end of the routine, some people like to mix it with their moisturizer and that Mm -hmm. works. You could do the sandwich method, which is moisturizer, let it dry down, then the retinol, then another moisturizer, which I've seen work really well for people who are starting out or are sensitive. Someone with stronger skin might do it after the serum or instead of the serum. And it Mm. also depends like the delivery system of the retinol because there are retinol oils, which I would say come after your serum so that you're not blocking any like water-based serums. And then there's retinol that comes in a serum form that's liquidy. So it really does depend on that as well. Yeah. Like Stradia has a really good one to start off with that is a moisturizer and it has encapsulated retinol, which means that the delivery system is in like a quote unquote capsule that releases over time so that you're never getting it all at once. You're not getting irritated. So that's also a good place to start. Okay. Yeah. God, what would we do without you? So much information. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. I want to get into some of the questions that people had. We covered a lot. But okay, the new face. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I know you love devices. Does yeah. this thing work? Is it worth it? Like, yeah. is it worth spending? I don't even know how much they are now these days, but what are your what are your thoughts? So I love the new face, but it takes a really long time. For the for all of us that love instant gratification, I don't think it's the thing. Mm. Like, um, I do see all these videos like, oh, like, like look, look at me, look at this side of my face. I'm like, yeah, because if you did that with a gua sha, it would be the same thing. It's like, uh-huh. you know, a temporary lift because you've been manipulating your face for three minutes or that side of your face. So I do think there are temporary effects. Then over a month or two, you might see a slight difference. But I prefer the zip, which is... I don't even know what that is. I, they just sent it to me. I have seen it for a while and I was just like, oh, I hope they send me that. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been seeing that. like a lot of my friends use it and it's. I think it's a little bit stronger And I just like the device more. And I do see a big difference with that. I only use that for like a week. And my friend's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you look really snatched. And I was like, okay, this is working. Okay. The zip. Zip. Please DM me for my address. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so if let's say, because these things can be expensive, Mm -hmm. what do you think is better for someone to invest in? The TheraBeauty new LED Mm -hmm. face mask or something like the zip? So it depends what you're looking for. I think if you are interested in anti-aging, but it's not like impending doom and you have some irritation, some acne still left over, go with the mask because that has blue light for acne, which is good at like getting rid of bacteria and regulating your sebum. It has the red LED, which is good for collagen production and really like rejuvenating the cells. It also has infrared, which I haven't seen in a mask, which is healing like from a deep, the deepest layer. So all of those three, I would say definitely go with that if you're dealing with those problems. If you have good skin generally, and you're just seeing like sagginess, go with the zip for sure. Yeah. Amazing. What are your thoughts on natural skincare or like clean beauty? Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really know because clean beauty is kind of a vague term. I'm like, when I look at some of the clean beauty, I'm like, okay, you still have pore cloggers in there, even though they're natural. It's not very different from other, you know, skincare brands. I tend to go with clean beauty just because it narrows it down, but Mm. I'm not trusting everyone who says they're clean beauty. You know what I mean? And when it comes to natural skincare, um, it also depends because essential oils are natural. 
would I, I wouldn't use anything with that. And that's just like, you know, a personal preference because if you have sensitive skin, that can irritate you. Some people are fine with them. So yeah, natural. I always, I'm always talking about Cosrx. Everybody's asking me about it all the time. I don't even know what that is. And, oh, it's the snail mucin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I've been having to ignore the the TikTok trends because I'm like, no, I am detoxing my skin routine. Like we're simplifying. So I'm like, I see anything new. No, but snail mucin is all over. over. And it's funny because it works for some people. didn't do anything for me. Really? But it's interesting because when you have a natural product, they can put in the ingredients one thing. So snail mucin, right? That thing that ingredient has so many components to it that is just naturally occurring. So snail mucin has glycolic acid, enzymes, all of these active things in it, but they obviously don't write that because it's just a catch-all term. Right. When that happens, people use something intending for it to be to do one thing. Like there's other things in there like glycerin, hyaluronic acid. So you'd be like, oh, this is a great hydrating serum. But in reality, it could be a little exfoliating and you wouldn't know. So it's burning Mm. and you're like, what's going on here? And so like when it comes to natural things, you have to be really careful that it might have other stuff hidden in there. Okay. God. (laughs) Yeah, but everyone is obsessed. Everyone is obsessed with the snail mucin. Um, Okay, if someone is trying to find a good esthetician or a facialist in their area, what are some things to look for? Mm. That is an interesting question. I would just see, you know, if they have a social presence, see if what they're posting aligns with you. See if you can call them and ask what they use in their back bar. That's what I always used to do because there are certain brands that I just can't use. And I would ask what they use. You can go look it up, see if those products align with your skin. And obviously, like, word of mouth is king. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. Amazing. And how important is it, would you say, to getting consistent facials or how often should we like be doing facials? So it also depends on people's skin. Someone with acne, I would say we have to start out every month and really track the progress, really stay on top of it. People with generally good skin and they just need a little declogging, I would say every two months, every three months. But I do think it is important to get facials. Once you start, you can't stop. Some people are like, oh, that's not important, you know? And then once they get it, they're like, oh, wait, now I have to do this. Yeah. And I also say it's like a haircut when you know, you know, you need to go. You're like, I need it this moment. That's how I feel when Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't look at myself anymore. I need to book it right now. (laughs) I need to be a growing little baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, and they're like kind of addicting. I'm like, they are addicting. I want to come. I mean, we just have access to things that like you wouldn't at home. So like, while I do say 70% of your routine is at home and like your maintenance, there's just that 30% that like you're not getting, you know? Yeah. Okay. Gua sha. Yes. Is it worth it? What are your thoughts? Yes. I love gua sha because obviously it's like an ancient tradition. It's mm-hmm. like a ritual. It gets you to slow down for all those reasons. Even if it did nothing to my face, I would still do it. But it does contour the face over time. It's actually right. crazy the differences that I see because it is a lymph drainage massage. So we have lymph stuck, like, you know, stagnant blood flow And we're not really touching our face the way that we're working out our body. And so it's really important to flush that out. Right. And it's a low budget thing you could do. So like if you can't afford the zip or the new face, that's like a close second, I would say. 
Okay. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. You should do, do you have on your page like a gua sha tutorial? I need to do that. Because you should do it because when you told me to start gua sha, yeah. I got the stainless steel one you recommended. Yeah. And it is really nice, but I was like, how the fuck do I use it? I know. So like you should do a tutorial. I really should. It's it's like, it's beginner friendly. You can't really mess it up. Like right. just don't go so hard. Right. But it really is just like a, like a medium pressure moving stuff out and like, you know, out this way, don't like tug downwards. But yeah, it's like, like I started yeah. with my chest, starting with the chest, and then I do like the chin down yes, the neck, exactly. And then you I would do, know. The, and then I would do the cheek. Yeah, and then I do the lifting of the like up here. Yeah, and then you just drain at the end. Always at the end, just make sure you drain again. And then how do you do like this? Yeah, like the chin do this down. again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's really yeah. And we want to drain all that shit out. Yeah, and my hack for because again, I am lazy. I don't. You know, I'm very, like, on the go. Don't want to do anything extra. I get a stainless steel gua sha because it's the one that's going to hold the least bacteria because it's not porous. Mm -hmm. And then I put it in the shower and I do it with my oil cleanse or second cleanse. Yeah. And then that way I just, like, skip a step. I'm not going to get out of the shower, put oil on and do it and then wash that. I'm like, absolutely no, no. not. Yeah. I've been doing an oil cleanse and then I do that and then I get in the shower, but I should just do it in the shower. Yeah, you can. Yeah. But yeah. either way, it's like you're combining a step, which is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's just very relaxing. Yeah. Two more questions. Oh my okay. God. We could do this. Like I need to do we like a do two. Every time. Honestly, we need to have to come back with a part two because there's, we could do yeah. like a whole episode on acne. We could do a whole episode on anti-aging. Like there's so much. Yeah. But I must ask you two more questions. Okay. Is there anything we can do to fight like pollution when we live in big cities like New York or LA? Like after I got my facial with you, I walked onto the streets of New York and I was like, oh it my God. It makes me so <laughs> sad that people have to walk out into New York after getting a facial. I know. I'm, I'm like, like the, please the just take an Uber home and don't look anywhere. Yeah. Like, just go straight home. Yeah. Things you can do though, there are there are pollution anti-pollution spritzes. Like I know that Environ has a really good one. And that incorporates things that are gonna, they're basically um they stop free radicals from damaging your skin. Okay. So for example, I'm trying to think what's in there. Vitamin C is good at so the way I describe free radicals are this like person that comes to a party and they're trying to steal your partner and your friend takes one for the team and they intercept them and they go home with them. And so that's what an antioxidant does. Okay. It kind of like intercepts and yeah. makes sure that it doesn't mess with you. So yeah, antioxidants, I would say are the number one thing. If you look for a spray, you spray it at the end of your skincare, that's going to create an invisible shield for you. Okay. Yeah. Incredible. As we move into fall, winter, things are like the weather is changing yeah. where most people live. Is there anything people should be switching up in their routine to do differently during the winter months? Yeah. So I always tell people like maybe add an extra step at the end that's a little more occlusive, which is going to seal off your skin like a little more than just a moisturizer would. I like to incorporate like an oil at the end. A lot of people love Vaseline. I am a Vaseline hater. Really controversial. Really controversial. I'm just like the way it's derived and the way that it's not biodegradable is enough for me to say that is not coming anywhere near me. It oh. also doesn't add anything to the skin. Like, it's supposed to like lock it in, It right? just locks it in. But it's like you could be locking it in with something that has benefits. Like you don't need just something that's doing nothing. Right. So I do really like Experiment Beauty. They just came out with 
uh, buffer jelly. Okay. And that has a little bit of petroleum jelly in it, but, you know, it sneaks by me. It's okay. And <laughs> it has a lot of other beneficial ingredients in there that okay. I would rather people use if they're not going to get off the, like, that occlusive train. Got it. Wait, I lied. I have one more. What are, okay. like, your three Holy Grail products right now? Oh, okay. Well... I really love this brand called Faith. It is Japanese. It's very hard to get. I, my friend is going there and I'm like, can you please get me everything? I actually don't oh, even wow. know if they have other stuff that I've never like seen. So I really love Faith. And I would say they're, they have this moisturizer called Nourishing Gel. I don't think I'll ever use anything else. That's like a big wow. statement. They haven't paid me. Please contact me. <laughs> I would say... My devices, girl. Like, I can't get enough okay. of them. They, I love that. Okay, this is something I didn't mention. I did get the Lima laser. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, it's I never like heard of it. the first at-home laser of its kind. And they say that it's, like, stronger than LED. And it's a cold laser. So when I tell people not to go get laser treatments when they're younger, that's because of the heat. So this is cold. There's no heat, like, depleting the fat in your face. Okay. And it's incredible. Like, it is so expensive. I'm not telling people to go get it. That's, like, delusional. But I did put it on a pimple two times, and it was, like, Gone. going away. Wow. Yeah. So I would say that is up there. I'm, like, really loving that. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, perks of being an esthetician. Honestly, you got to get the perks. We love the, We love the perks. But, like, my followers are, like, why are you recommending this? Like, you're so crazy. And I'm, like, I'm sorry. But, like, if people are going to spend so much money going to get these treatments, like they should invest in something that has a 10-year warranty and it's right. like you could do from the comfort of your own couch. Well, and to be fair, like I was spending so much money on my skincare routine and now in my routine, not one thing is over $30. Right. You're not like recommending everything that's like so expensive. Right, right, like right. I actually think you have like all the products, like I said, are under $30. Yeah. And like you can splurge on certain devices and things like that. But I really love your approach because it's not like, go spend a million dollars on all of this stuff. Like, it's very, I think, approachable for people. Yeah, and then whatever you save on the skincare products, you can put towards the devices. And I think right. those have way more longevity than a skincare product, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, another skincare brand that I love is Dermavigils. Okay. They are from Germany. They are also aesthetic-adjacent, derma-adjacent. I mix my own moisturizer mm -hmm. using their stuff. So it's just like a base. And then I put in whatever my skin needs that day, that week. Okay. And yeah, so I love them. I might keep using them. But I will say you can only use their products because they have this component that I don't know how to explain it really well, but it basically opens the pathways of your skin and like goes much deeper than other conventional skincare products. So I made the mistake yesterday of using that specific thing in the lineup and then putting makeup on. Oh. My skin went crazy. And I was like, oh, this is really real. Oh, oh, I thought they were, you know, playing. Okay, so that sounds like something like down the road. Like, that that's is down like the road. And not the thing. Like yeah. People advanced. like ask me all the time, what is your routine? What is your I'm like, girl, you don't even want to go. You're there. like, mine is advanced. You guys are not. And that's the thing. It. I will not give it to someone who's not so strict because I don't want that to happen. And then they're yeah. like, you ruined my skin. I'm like, oh, well, I told you. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I yeah. So um, okay, please plug yourself, tell people where they can find you if they want to set up a consultation. Yeah. You do those, you can do those virtually. I do, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. I do virtual yep. consultations yourself, for people girl. who are not in New York. Um, I'm actually between studios, so I'm actually opening my own studio. We're so excited. We're so excited, but it's taking so long because 
New York really humbles you when you're looking for stuff. So that's taking a while. It should be open like next week, the week after. And then you can obviously find me on TikTok, Skin by Jill, and Instagram is Jill Mills, Jill with a G. Amazing. You share so many incredible things there. So be sure to follow her. And thank you so much. Thank you for having me. We need to do like a three-part series. I know. We really, really do. I barely like, you should see how many things (laughs) I have over here. But thank you so much. No, thank you You for having me. You are welcome back anytime. I'll be here. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confidentcollective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.